Hello and welcome to another episode of Listen Up. I am Mr. I. Remember that if you subscribe to the podcast over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, you will get updates every time a new episode is available. So this is episode 101, starting in on the second hundred episodes. And this episode is something that one of my listeners, one of my students, requested. And I am finally getting around to making new episodes. Remember that you can always make requests or ask questions through the website, bit.ly slash L-U-W-M-I. One more time, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash L-U-W-M-I. You can also make requests, ask questions over on Twitter. And at Twitter, it's at ListenUp with Mr. I. The request is something, this is something I have talked about a little bit on other episodes. Uh, I've talked a bit on my self-introduction episodes, um, probably in the Kisakata episode, um, my university life, things like that. I've talked about this, but I have never really answered this question directly. I've never talked about this question only. So let's answer the question, how and why I became an English teacher. When I was in university, I had no plans to become an English teacher teaching in a foreign country. I originally wanted to be a musician. I wanted to be a trumpet player. And after I just after I stopped my uh, English, uh, not my English, my music, his uh, major, I stopped being a music major. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. Maybe I wanted to be a newspaper reporter. Maybe I wanted to work in a museum. Right? I was a history major, so maybe work in a museum, at a history museum, something like that. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. And so I came to Japan on the JET program. Now, a lot of you probably had ALTs, assistant language teachers. You probably had an ALT at your junior high school, probably your high school. And maybe a lot of you had ALTs at your elementary school sometimes as well. And that is what I came to do when I first moved to Japan in in 2004. I didn't expect to be teaching English, being a language teacher for more than two, maybe three years. That was my original plan. Come to Japan two, maybe three years and go back to the U.S. At that time, being an English teacher, that was not an idea for a career. I wasn't thinking of that at all. It was just a way to spend one, you know, one to three years in Japan and I'll be honest, I didn't really like my job very much. Okay, that that's not exactly true. I didn't like working at the junior high school. It was boring. 
I didn't get to do much of anything. I only ever went to the first year English classes, never the second or third year classes. And in the first year classes, I didn't ever get to do anything of my own. Nothing I planned, no games, nothing nothing I thought of. I just would read the textbook. That's kind of all I did. And it was very boring. And so when I was at the junior high school, which was three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I think, or if I remember correctly, the junior high school days were very, very boring for me. And I left school as soon as I was allowed to. I think it was 3.30, I think, was when I could go home, maybe 4 o'clock. But yeah, I left school as soon as I could because it was boring. But the other two days a week, so Tuesday and Thursday, I think, I'm pretty sure it was Tuesday, Thursday, I worked at the two smaller elementary schools in Kisakata. So the town I was in, there were three elementary schools. And I worked at two of them, the two small schools, about 100 students in each school. So pretty small schools. And those days were so much fun. I got to be the main teacher in most of the classes that I went to. I got to do activities, games that I thought of. And I got to know the students. I knew the students. They knew me. And so I would go and play with them during recess. I would go out into the gym, go out into the playground on the, when there was time for them to play and free time. And it was a lot of fun. Also, the teachers at the elementary schools were, they were very, they were a lot more friendly than the junior high school teachers towards me. They invited me, they included me in all the activities that they could, all the school festivals, everything. I was invited. And I felt more welcome at the elementary schools, not so much at the junior high school. And it was the elementary schools that made me want to stay in Kisakata for three years, which was the longest I could stay. That was my limit, no more than three years. But I stayed all three years. And after that, I still wanted to stay in Japan. And the easiest way to do that was to get a job at an English conversation school. At this point, for me... Still, being an English teacher was not my goal. I just wanted to stay in Japan because I wanted to see more of the country, go more places, experience more fun things here in Japan. And English conversation schools, I mean, the job was, I mean, it it was better than the junior high school I taught at in in Akita, but it was not as good as the elementary schools. I still liked teaching elementary school in Kisakata more than the English conversation school in Hokkaido I taught at. I, I part of it was that I got very tired of teaching mostly older women because a big part of it Every week, some of them would tell me the same story. 
almost every week, just the same thing again and again and again. It was kind of boring for me. And I remember I was about 25, 26 years old, talking to 50, 60-year-old women, not really the most interesting thing for me. I also taught some kids classes at the at the English Conversation School, and they were okay. But overall, the schedule wasn't very good. I had my mornings off so I could sleep late, but I often had to work until after 9 p.m. And I worked on Saturdays. I mean, I got Mondays off mostly, which which so it was a trade off. So I got Sunday, Monday, but I didn't have Saturdays. But I got to live in Hokkaido, which was great. I loved Hokkaido. The conversation school that I worked at wasn't a big chain. It wasn't Nova or Berlitz or anything. It wasn't any of those, Eon, nothing like that. It was a small family-run business in Hakodate. And so that was probably much, much better than working at Eon English Conversation School or, or Nova or any of those. But still, it was not my favorite job. However, while I was teaching there, the, the English Conversation School I taught at, I did get to teach two classes a week at the local university because my school had a con- contract with the, the Hokkaido University of Education, Hakodate, and that was when I finally decided that I wanted to teach English as a career, not just a short-term job, but a career, right? I was teaching two English communication courses a week to university students, and that was something I really enjoyed. I was able to plan my own lessons, and there was a start and an end to courses, and that was a big difference when we think compared compared to the English conversation school. Many of the English conversation school students had been in the same class for years. There was no clear set of goals. There wasn't an end to the class. They would just come once a week to the school. We would talk for 60 or 90 minutes. We had we had textbooks, but talk mostly for 60 or 90 minutes. And that was it. There was no goal, really. At the university, it was very different. 15 weeks a semester, two semesters a year. And that gave the classes a much better focus. There was a very clear start and an end. And I liked that. That that was something that fits my personality. I mean, sure, there are times when having the same teacher with the same students for many years can be a good thing, right? When I was a music student, that was good for me to have my same trumpet teacher for many years. Um, when I did shamisen, I haven't done, haven't had a teacher here in, in Sendai, but shamisen, the same teacher for a long time, is usually a good thing, but sometimes you need a change. A new teacher can teach you different things. It's often good for both 
the teacher and the students to sometimes change. Not always, but sometimes a change is good. And that's what I got when I started teaching at the university. There was change. It wasn't just always the same thing. And so I decided to get my master's degree, which uh, in Japanese, that's a daigakuin no shushi, right? There's That's master's. And because if you want to teach for a long time in university, you almost always need at least a master's degree. There's, a, there's one more after, right? Hakushi. Um, that's a PhD, doctor of philosophy. Um, and so, yeah, I got my master. I decided to get my master's degree. And at the same time, I decided it was time to quit the conversation school in Hakodate. And I found a job working at a professional school. So, Semmongaku, near Sapporo. And I taught there for five years. And it was good. I, I, I'm, it was, I liked it. It wasn't the greatest job, but it, it was better than the Eikaiwa, the English Conversation School. And better than, certainly better than the, um, the junior high school when I was an ALT. And so, yeah, five years. And while I was doing that, I, I got my master's degree online. Now, the, the professional school, the Simon Gakko, it was okay, but the curriculum, the, the course activities were mostly set. I didn't get to choose a lot of things, right? I couldn't choose my textbook, things like that. So five years, that was enough at that job. I had my master's degree and finally... I found a full-time university teaching job. It was down in Saitama, which wasn't something I was really looking forward to, but I knew I needed to take it to get started in my search for a job that I could hopefully keep for a long time. Teaching in Saitama at the university was good, um, the school had a very large English department, lots of other teachers I made friends with. But Saitama itself, Kanto area, it wasn't a lot of fun. Just too many people. I've talked about that in other episodes. But I taught there for four years. And after four years, my wife and I, we decided that it was time to look for something new back in northern Japan, so either Hokkaido or Tohoku. And that is how I ended up here at TFU. And that's how I ended up teaching English at a university. I think it's important to remember that it is okay if you don't know what you want to do. What, do you, what job do you want? You don't know? That's okay. Sometimes it takes time to find the right job for yourself. And some of you, you may never find a job that you really, really love. And that's okay. As long as you have something in your life that you do really love, right? Your family, your hobby, your, if you have good friends who are nearby that you can see regularly. If the other parts of your life are great, you can put up with a job that's only okay. 
You don't want a job you hate, obviously, of course. But if a job is okay and the rest of your life is great, that's a, that's a good situation. It's also okay to change jobs, to find something better. Keep trying until you find something you can put up with or hopefully something that you really love. Because then that's the best if you have a job you really love, right? There's a saying in English, do something you love and you'll never work another day in your life. When you think about that, what does that mean to you? And that is where I will end it for today. If you have any requests or ideas for podcasts, you can find the request form over on the website, which is again, bit.ly slash L-U-W-M-I. You can find links to all the episodes. You can find listening guides, listening quizzes over there. You can also find the Twitter account over there, or you can go to Twitter and uh, search for at Listen up with Mr. I. If you follow on Twitter, you can learn history facts every day. And of course, you can always send me ideas, questions on Twitter as well. And that's all for today. I'm Mr. I, and I'll see you next time.